Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. That's right. It's the Get Right. Here on 105.3, the fan, Reginald Datatula, Chris Arnold sitting there with me. Got you there. As well as the fan phenom winner, Blake Elliott. Talk to me. And Rodrigo Mendoza on the ones and twos. We appreciate you rocking with us right here on 105.3, the fan. However you're listening, whether it be the Odyssey app, YouTube, uh, YouTube uh, 105.3, the fan, or twitch.tv slash Dallas Fan Cam. We appreciate you mm-hmm. hanging out with us. You can always get involved with the program by texting into the truckwreck.com text line, 877 1053 coming up in about 20 minutes. Uh, we talk about scraps because uh, it was NBA's fight night last night, and you know what? That made me just want to reminisce some, some more and find out about everybody else's favorite moments of animosity in sports. So we'll do that in about 20 minutes. But right now, we give you your headlines on the night on this Wednesday night in November. And uh, we begin with your Dallas Mavericks who get a win on the road in the nation's capital against. The Washington Wizards. The final score is one thirty to one seventeen. The leading scorer in that contest is no, it's not Kyrie. He didn't even play. He was out with a foot injury um, on the second day of a back to back. No, it wasn't Luka Doncic. Although he did drop twenty six points and ten re- assists, rather add seven rebounds on top. It was actually Tim Hardaway Jr. thirty one points on uh, eleven Jimmy. of twenty shooting. Yes, twenty shots for Tim Hardaway Jr. The light was very green. Seven eleven from deep. And so he was a good for a plus 17 on the team. Leading scorer for the Washington Wizards, Kyle Kuzma, 6 of 18 for 22 points. But that moves your Mavericks to 9 and 3 on the contest. And uh, did, again, did we, did we see anything else about uh, Kyrie Irving? Because I know that Jason Kidd, the head coach of the Mavericks, said that, said that the, the left foot's bothering him, yeah, just but they're just not taking any chances. Yeah, on the it's back to back. I mean, if it was playoffs, he'd be playing. The, the, the deal is. They're just like there's there's no need to you know exacerbate the situation. But again, Kyrie's got a history of injuries, just like Luca's got a history of injuries. So you just don't want to take any chances. And just to give you an example, how you just gotta just unfortunately for Maverick, it's like when the season starts, Luca's hamstring or Luca's calf, whatever. And notice he hadn't missed a game, but you have to be. Ready for it. Uh, it's an 82 game season. Mm-hmm. Guys sitting out in mid mid November on a Tuesday, Wednesday night. I'm not too 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 riled up about, and especially I, against a Wizards team. Against a Wizards team, and this uh-huh. gives other guys a chance to get minutes. That we yep. see, we got to see Omax prosper tonight. We got to see a lot of Seth Curry minutes. So you get to you get to evaluate the entire team. So everything works out. Um, By the way, Tim, last time he scored 30 points in a game was back in April. Mm. 
Oh, didn't realize that. Mm-hmm. He's he's been playing very well to start this season, shooting the lights out, and obviously one of those lights is very green. That's that's what they're allowing him to come out and shoot like this. I mean, it can't be it can't be anything else for you to be able to get up twenty shots in a game, even if you're going well. Right. Getting up twenty shots means that you're just in a place where you feel very comfortable doing so. So something is working with the ways that um that the the, I was about to say the Texas Rangers, but no, the, the Dallas Mavericks are going about their business. Derek, right now. Nine and three now. Derek Lively also had a real good defensive game and then also shooting the ball seven for eight. I think if you can get what did, what did he have right here in this game? Derek Lively, of course, he had 17, didn't he? 17. And then what do we got? Nine rebounds, 17, nine and missing one shot and playing good defense the entire game, albeit against the Wizards. They do move the ball fast. So the fact that's the kind of guy you need. I don't want to say this is a game we lose last year, but it definitely helps having a guy like Lively can get up and down the fi- up and down the court with a mm-hmm. quick pace Wizards team. So we're already seeing improvements on those quick, long, fast teams, albeit the Wizards. Uh, some other headlines around uh, sports on this Wednesday night. This is we continue awards night in Major League Baseball, and tonight we or today earlier today rather we found out who won the Cy Young Awards in baseball in the American League. It was Garrett Cole of the New York Yankees. Uh, cashing out with 30 first place votes. In fact, he gets all of those first place votes. Um, he was unanimous, unanimous, if I can read, oh, yeah. uh, winner of this. And in the NL, it's uh, Blake Snell of the San Diego Padres. Yeah, great name. Free agent, Blake, Blake Snell. There you go, free agent. Uh-huh. He's going to be out there available. Um, and I strongly believe that he will not be the Padres. The Padres obviously have spent a lot of money, and I imagine mm-hmm. right now they're trying to find a way to um, you know, lessen some of that that payroll for themselves. So those are the guys that um, are currently the, I guess, the, 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 the top guns when it comes to pitching in baseball. Cole been doing that a long time. Bro. He absolutely has. Back for the Astros, too. And even you can go back to him pitching with the Pirates. He was fantastic oh, yeah. in those Pirates situations. Too. So I, I think the, the, the funny thing about Snell is in mid-May, he was not, before mid-May, he was pretty average. I mean, looking at it right here, he had a 5 Five ERA, but from there went thirteen and three with a one point one eight. That'll that'll get you the Cy Young Award. As yeah, we that's saw, what you want. Guys going mm-hmm. up and down, but how you finish the season, especially from that point, is obviously going to bode well in the voters' minds. Now, when it comes to Major League Baseball, obviously off season allows you to well award, give your awards, have conversations, and maybe tweak some of your rules. And one of those things, one of those rules that could be tweaked, you know how the pitch clock has been instituted. In baseball, love everybody that. loves it. We I saw the way that. it worked, and it seemed to work out pretty well. You saw the the speed mm-hmm. of the games change, and ultimately, there wasn't too much complaining. It seemed like players, for the most part, found a way to get in with it. Maybe even some of them manipulated to their advantage. Well, one of the things that uh, is a rule is that over the course of last season, when a runner was on base, the pitcher had twenty seconds to you know to get ready to deliver the ball. Um, five Jeff- extra, five extra than if there's not a runner on base, correct? Yes. 15 if there's no one on base? Yes, that's correct. Um, Well, it might be lesser now as Jeff Passan at ESPN is reporting that the competition committee could change that from 20 seconds when there's runners on base to 18 seconds. So hoping to, you know, reverse the late season trend that saw the average time of game kind of increase by seven minutes. And obviously when you get later into the the season, you have maybe some more games Mm -hmm. that are, you know, a little bit tighter, have runners on base, and then you might see that extend a little bit. So I guess what they're saying is if they can kind of trim off a little bit, they can keep that game time relatively quick. I personally didn't mind the 20 Me seconds because I felt like 
you almost feel the intense, especially in the playoffs. You exactly. feel it. You're like, I'm is he going to throw it? Is he going to throw it? Is he going to throw it? And totally with you. If he does throw it, I, I didn't feel that uh, felt like a need to rush right there. I, I like the 20 seconds. I, I think it added to the drama. Yeah. It felt dry because you know there's 20 seconds. You know that's in the uh-huh. back of his head. But at the same point, I, I love the the pitch clock, the 15-20 balance. So if it goes to 18, it's not the end of the world, but I didn't mind 20. Yeah, and that's something that they can always you know reel back. But it seems like they found success in instituting it, and now they're going to try. And when I say they, I mean Major League Baseball is going to try and find a way to fine-tune it to hopefully find um, the best the best way of making this go. And I think everybody was appreciative of having faster games Um Maybe some of the slower working pitchers, uh, you know, excluded from that. Um, but as we continue talking about a little bit of baseball in your headlines, a big thing that we kind of talked about earlier in the week, but has new development. So we talked about Diamond Sports Group, the the group that owns Bally, and the ways in which they have also come to terms, just like with uh, with the MLB, just like they did with the NBA, where or that might have, I might have gotten that backwards, but with both of those leagues, where. They kind of assorted their deals to where they will carry, you know. Yeah, they're trying to solve their bankruptcy. Baseball and, and uh, basketball games mm-hmm. on those regional sports networks that they have those deals with, those teams, for this upcoming season. And then allowing those teams to get their broadcast rights back afterwards, at which point maybe they work out deals. Well, however, uh, there is a there was obviously still some working when it comes to the bankruptcy proceedings. And what we came down earlier today is that a U.S. federal judge approved a wind-down plan for Diamond Sports, setting up a potential path to the end game for the broadcaster and its bankruptcy proceedings, which could actually end up with um, the or sorry the Rangers getting um, getting their rights back in 2024, so before the upcoming oh. season, and that could obviously lead to the Rangers either finding a way to broadcast it with the league, broadcast games with the league, or elsewhere. So. You know, the people that have been, you know, decrying Bally and not being able to watch their teams, there's actually a possibility where where this could actually change the way that this, you know, the upcoming ba- season. Yeah, this upcoming As season. As opposed to the end of the season. It might happen in March instead of uh, all the way in October or whenever the season ends for the Rangers next year. And also, Mark Cuban has said for the Mavericks, he's just going to keep all the options on the table and he will make his decision when the season is over. Smart man. So we'll ultimately see where that lands um, as things are going. And the Stars, too, they got the same option at the end of their season. I believe so, yes, because they are also clearly on Valley Sports. Sports. Um, As we continue to give you your headlines around sports, remember we were talking about uh, the kerfuffles, the brouhaha's Mm -hmm. in the league? Well, the one that definitely teed it off was Golden State Warriors versus Minnesota Timberwolves. It was an instance less than two minutes. on this show. Less than two minutes into the game, you have Clay Thompson, whose jersey is being grabbed by Jane McDaniels of the Minnesota Timberwolves. He grabs back. They get into a little bit of a tussle. And then quickly thereafter, mm-hmm. uh, Rudy Gobert, I guess, and this has been determined afterwards, came in as a peacemaker to try and break those things up. Draymond Green did not see it as such, and he grabbed Rudy Gobert up by the neck. Yeah. And see, he- I saw it a little bit differently. I saw it a little bit differently. So... It started initially with Draymond and Gobert down low. They were they were fighting for position, and then I believe from my, the angle I saw, Clay started it. Clay grabbed McDaniel's tough, and McDaniel said, "Hey, get off me!" And he held on to him, kind of pushed him. And that's Mc- out of character for Clay. 
Uh, I don't know. Clay's oh. got kind of a hot head. We'll, we'll break this down more. Clay's got a little bit oh. of a hot head. We'll break this down more in our next segment, but I just wanted to make known that Draymond Green has been suspended by the NBA for his role in that brawl. He's going to pick up five games, a five-gamer suspension. Um, Rudy Gobert, Clay Thompson, Jaden McDaniels all got fines. Um, Adrian Wojnarowski reports that Draymond Green will miss uh, approximately three-quarters of a mil in that five-game suspension. So... Tough work for that young man, or maybe not young, but that man in in that instance. Oh, he wanted it. He didn't care. He, you think he wanted that suspension? He wa- no, put it like this: he wanted to get at Rudy Gobert. We'll get into that a little bit later. We'll get into <laughs> it. It was worth it to him. Uh, we mentioned earlier that uh, Deshaun Watson is having season-ending shoulder surgery, which will allow uh, Dorian Thompson Robinson to start the rookie. Yes, rookie out of UCLA will uh, take the helm for the Browns. Cleveland Browns, but yes, Watson will miss the entirety of uh, the entire rest of the season after an MRI revealed that he had a displaced fracture to the glenoid of his throwing shoulder, and that required surgery. So he should be able to rehab and be back for the 2024 season, according to doctors. But yeah, he is done for the season, and that might put a damper on the Browns' uh, possibility of making the playoffs. Not, not if they got that boy Miles. Warrior well, way. Even with the boy Miles, like that defense is great, but you got to put up points. So it's you, fun you, fact. You think he's going to go quarterback? I was about to say fun fact. In high school, if you look up highlights, Miles Garrett has played some quarterback. He knows. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying he can do that at the NFL level, but hey, man, if you got him out on the field, you got a chance. Okay. I right, look. I love your belief in the hometown boy, and that he is a monster on defense. Doesn't look like he's got shoulder pads on. He's so big. It looks. That's just come on, man. He's, he's a very large man. He's a very large human being. Uh, in college football, um, James Madison. Are you familiar with James Madison University? Sure. They just came up to the FBS level mm-hmm. um, recently, like two years ago. And this year, just like last year, they had a fantastic record. This year, they're 10-0. and 0. And so what the NCAA has in, uh, in place is when teams make that jump up, they are, in, they are ineligible for postseason play for the first two seasons. Yeah, they can't do that New Year's Eve thing. Exactly. And so the idea is you have that ban so that there's not schools trying to make that jump up to another level, just trying to get a money grab and then mm-hmm. ultimately finding themselves not prepared for that level. Well, the problem is James Madison has been all the way prepared. And so they actually put in a request for a waiver. Them, also Tarleton State, shout mm-hmm. out to uh, Tarleton State, and Jacksonville State. Uh, Jacksonville State has also played very well this year, but they all put in waiver requests, hoping that the NCAA would waive that uh, that rule and allow them to play in the postseason. Because James Madison, as they're currently standing, they would have an opportunity to play in the Sun Belt uh, Championship, which seems to be coming up. They would have mm-hmm. a role there, and then they maybe also might be able to be that best group of five team that could play on a New Year's Six game. Dun, dun, dun. Unfortunately for them, the NCAA continues to be no fun, as of they course. always are. Of course. Uh, they let us know today that they rejected the postseason waiver request for James Madison, Jacksonville State, and Tarleton State. So, unfortunately, James Madison will not be playing uh, in the postseason this year, even though they've been a fantastic program since they've come up. Mm-hmm. No doubt, no doubt. Uh, those are some headlines. By the way, who's the most famous basketball player ever out of Jacksonville State? Go. Out of Jacksonville State. Mm. He's in the Hall of Fame. Dating me. I'm yeah. He I, played I, for the San Antonio Spurs. He was a center. He played in Jacksonville State. He looked like a Chicago Bull because he played for the Bulls too. I don't want to say the wrong answer and get roasted in the Tolo chat, so I'm gonna stay quiet on this one. Artist Gilmore. <laughs> yeah, what Art you? Gilmore played at Jacksonville yeah. State. Okay. Yes, All right. Mm. I believe they are also the Gamecocks, just yeah. like uh, South Carolina. Yep. So shout out to them.
Um, but yes, those are some of your headlines on this Wednesday evening on the Get Right on 1053 The Fan. Coming up next, because of the fight night that went on in the NBA, <laughs> let's have a little fun with the fisticuffs. Discuss your favorite moments of animosity in sports. Let's get a little negative next. It's the Get Right on 105.3 The Fan. Reginald Datatula. Chris Arnold sitting in with me. Got you down. As is the Fan Phenom winner, Blake Elliott. Talk to me. Appreciate you rocking with us on 105.3 The Fan. Your home of the Dallas Cowboys and World Series champion, Texas Rangers. Uh, Appreciate you holding on with us. You can always get involved with the program, 877-881-1053. That's the number for the truckwreck.com text line. And you'll want to get involved here as we are talking about uh, the fisticuffs the brouhaha's, the kerfuffles, whatever word you want to talk about fighting. Because, uh, look, man, there is something deep within us the as smoke. human beings. Yeah, yeah. When people want to smoke, and they get to smoke. Uh, there's something within us as human beings that is drawn to uh, to, to the animosities and the... Uh, the violence. He yeah. chose violence. Yeah. Got to stand so, on business. Uh, I think that that... that I mean, that kind of caused some interest around the NBA and the in-season tournament last night. And it may it might have been a coincidence that it happened during the in-season tournament or it might have been because of the in-season tournament. I don't know. But it did seem like we had two or three uh, moments of a little bit of a... And they were back-to-back. Back. Like, they happened moments, mm-hmm. right? It was during our show. They were happening yep. moments right on top. So if you didn't see... I'm sure if you have a Twitter account, you saw the Draymond, Rudy Gobert, chokehold, great pictures coming out of that, by the way. But, you know, it started, like I said in the last week, and down low, Draymond fighting for position. And then Clay is tugging onto Jaden McDaniel's jersey. Jaden didn't like it. He kind of gives him a little push. Jaden uses that momentum to throw Clay to the ground. Jerseys are ripped. And then Gobert tries to break it up. And who comes swagging, saving the day? Draymond had no problem putting Rudy Gobert in a chokehold for about seven seconds before getting tossed off. And then a lot of people ejected. A lot of fights, fight night, NBA. And so, not a point was scored at that point. Not that, a point. That, that was the first game. And, and obviously, you know, that fight happened. Draymond Green ultimately gets a, or Draymond Green, Jaden McDaniels of the Timberwolves, and Klay Thompson of the Warriors all get, or get thrown out of that game at that instance. Draymond Green picks up an additional five-game suspension, while the other three gentlemen pick up fines. Mm-hmm. And so that was one instance. Fight instance number two happens between the Lakers and the Grizzlies. Mm-hmm. There's a little drama there. Desmond Bain gets in the face of one of the uh, 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 Anthony Davis. Mm-hmm. Yes, TCU zone. Desmond Bain, um, who they started getting up. If they got face to face at one point, obviously they, it didn't get to a point of like swinging or any level of real contact. Did you see how far he had to look up? <laughs> 
it's hard to be intimidating when you're about seven inches shorter. He's just oh, like, I don't know, man. There, there's some intimidating short folks. Don't don't get it twisted. Desmond Bain ain't got no no shoulders, no neck, nothing. Anthony Davis not worried about that. I'm telling you, he's not worried about that. He might he might he, he worried be. about different players on the Grizzlies and his name not Desmond. He he might should be. Um, <laughs> and yeah, we did see people on social media get a little excited because I did. I believe that uh, that is the correlation for John Morant tweeting a couple of things, which was a smiley face emoji. Oh, yeah. And then another tweet that simply had a, a bear, obviously linking to the grizzly bears. And people took to, uh, people had a lot of fun with that for some for one reason or another. You and Matt, you might be able to guess. Um, also, when it came to the scuffles, I don't know if you guys saw this one. Also, it looked like um, the San Antonio Spurs. Had a little bit of heat little when it came to uh, the, what people are referring to as the skinny bowl yep. between Chet yep. Holmgren yeah. and uh, Victor Wembanyama. But in that game, it was the other center for the for the uh, San Antonio Spurs. They got a little buck. Oh, y'all didn't see this at all? I, I saw I saw a, I a screenshot that. of it, but they've been beefing since the preseason. But tell me about it, Reg. I didn't get a great look at all it. All right, I'll need to pull that one back up. Go ahead, pull it up. I'll pull that all one back up to get you guys some more details. Up, let me say this. Chet Holmgren, people are forgetting about him. He and Wimby are the two leaders for the Rookie of the Year. And everybody's yep. saying, Wimby all the way. Y'all must have forgot about Chet. Chet. Chet's doing his thing, too, in Oklahoma City. More efficiently, too, I might add. He, he doesn't. He's and not the number one option. Lanky, seven foot fours or more. Chet's putting up numbers while he's got an MVP candidate on his team. So mm-hmm. it's a lot harder to put up numbers when another guy's doing yeah, that. Shit. So. Yeah, but he also Victor Wembanyama's got some development to do, and that team is just not I, nearly as good. I like the Spurs. I like Vassal. I like um, Keldon Johnson, Shohan. They got a nice young core over there. But back uh, to the fights. Talk yes. To me. So we had we had all of this spiciness going on all the way across, and what this brought me back to is you know sometimes sports provides just instances where maybe dudes don't like each other or dudes cross each other for a moment, and we get moments of magic. So I just wanted to. You know, be able to go around and find everybody's various favorites, you know, moments of a little bit of a kerfuffle. And we'll turn to the truckwreck.com text line to get to some of these. And uh, obviously, the one that comes last night or just period? In general, just your favorite, Mm -hmm. your favorite moments of animosity. And of course, the one that always comes up first and foremost happened at the Palace of Auburn Hills. It's the Malice of the Palace palace, between the Pistons and the Pacers. Mm -hmm. And. CA, I'm really interested in how you experienced this because being being alive and present and watching at that time, especially not having like social media, there's people that got on the phone with their homeboys, was talking about it the whole time. Oh, yeah. There's people that found out about it the next day or the next day. How did you find out about the mouse? Talk the to me, CA. I just everybody else in the league was talking about it. And then you look at the highlights on ESPN and then I asked Rick Carlisle, who was there in the middle of it, I asked him just one day, just tell me about it. What, what are your thoughts? And again, Ron Artest, that's all you hear about. I highly advise anybody, just go find a streaming service that's carrying the documentary about the Malice of the Netflix, it was one of their untold yeah. stories. In fact, I think it was the first one that excellent. they did. It was absolutely excellent. Yeah, it was fantastic. Yeah, it was like, you got to be kidding. And it was this fan throwing But there was, there have been others that that you didn't really hear about that didn't get the same kind of coverage where, you know, they shut down the game and all the... Uh, or people going into the fan into the stands? Yeah. Like one uh, of my favorites. There we go. Mad Vernon Ma- Maxwell. Mad Ma- Vernon Maxwell went up, what yes, was it, probably about 10 rows? Yeah. 10 rows and went and uh, sat someone down. That's because the guy was saying something. His, his wife had just had a miscarriage. And this guy went there. This fan went there. And uh, I remember one time that just shifted... 
Charles Barkley at a bar in Phoenix threw somebody out a window. <laughs> just threw him out the window. <laughs> I was going on a, out the window. Yeah, you know how they get the plate glass window right mm-hmm. there, but you know, this big window and Barkley threw him out. Got to threw him out like a number two when they mm-hmm. put pickles on it. Um, <laughs> my favorite. Wait, hold on. Press what? pause. I'm you, pressing it. Boop. You throw the whole sandwich away just because they put pickles on it? Um, uh, maybe I should have said mayo, mayo or mustard. You would throw the whole sandwich. Okay. Okay, I wouldn't throw it away. It was a, it was a euphemism. I, it was a, it was, I just want to make sure. I just want to be clear. But know? I just will go say, back up to the counter and ask for another one. See, depends if I'm in a rush. I'm probably in the drive-through. You know, I don't got. Never mind. My favorite brawl. Stays home close to me because I was at this game when it happened. Was rooting it Odor and Jose oh, Bautista yeah. sliding in a second That's right. and absolutely clocking the glasses off this boy, helmet flying. That was the cleanest punch I've seen. I know there might be one that's better, but personally, that I've seen in MLB knocked him right in the jaw. Perfect right hand hook right to Bautista electrifying moment got at well, benches Rookie clearing never have to buy a drink again in Arlington oh yeah he, he was a legend there was a recent one uh, Jose Ramirez got Tim Anderson yep yep Ooh, Ooh, second base yeah. but see that one was he that was, one is clean it was not one as clean, is clean. he didn't mean to one. do it I'm just saying it was yes, a good yes 100% what you mean he didn't mean to do it he, he, th- he threw that he punch he did uh, mean to do it it was a loose punch it was a loose punch. Odor knew what he was doing. Like he oh, looks yeah. like he's been in that position before. Tim he Anderson, like a professional. Tim, right. they were going back and forth, and like the third one caught him. Like it, I wasn't impressed. He, I mean, see now what you're doing is what I don't like about sports talk. Sometimes let's hear it. You're now putting down something else because of something else that's something that's good. We and said like, the best. We didn't say which ones have happened. We said what said, is the who said the best? Okay. Your favorite. Well, it's not my favorite. That's fine. And it can not be your favorite. You didn't have to say it, but you said it wasn't as good. You wasn't, You said it wasn't. It's not as good. Well, you said it wasn't good. I said as good. And he caught him. He did catch him. Um, Tim Anderson, what are you doing, my boy? Um, by the way, Tim Anderson, obviously he was released by the White Sox. Um, or they didn't pick up his option. Something to that effect, I can't remember in this moment. He's out on a you know free agency trying to find his way back out. He actually announced today, or it's been found out today, that he's been willing to play. He's willing to play shortstop and second base just as an opportunity to maybe find somewhere to catch on. That's a tough one because he had a pretty good contract there uh, with the Chicago White Sox, and now he's basically asking for somebody to come get him. Um, that's what that's what getting clock can do for you. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, the Rugnetto door punch, like one of the cleanest right hands I've ever seen. And I'm not just talking about in uh in baseball. One of the cleanest right hands I have yes, ever seen. That's what it, it, Mr. Elliott was talking about. Right. That's what I'm. I'm. I'm confirming. I'm confirming mm-hmm. that portion of it for sure because I know the part that was funny, just like it was for you, was not just seeing the glasses fly off, seeing the chain. Like you, all the physics worked out mm-hmm. just perfectly. So that chain spun all the way around. His neck, you just—that's one of the ones that you just have to watch in slow motion. And, and Bautista had first opportunity, and he was a bigger guy. He lined him up and was all, cranking it up, and before he got the punch to connect, boom, on the ground. But uh, Reg, what's your favorite? Was it uh, X that you were talking about? Or did you have a different one? No. Okay, so one of the ones that always comes to mind is actually a football one. When the mild-mannered but fantastic football player Andre Johnson mm. had had e. Enough mm-hmm. of Cortland Finnegan, the pesky, mm-hmm. talk a lot uh, cornerback That's that just would not stop John and Andre Johnson. I don't know what the last word is. I don't remember. I need to go back to the oral history because there has been reporting on this. But um, he had just had enough, and he took that man's helmet off smooth in one motion, and the other motion was bink, 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 and I was like, God bless him. 
God bless him. Because Corlin Finnegan had been talking for a very long time. Like, he was one of those guys that it was part of his game. He knew that he was not necessarily better than some players, but he could get in your head. And I under, I understand the gamesmanship of that. You just got to understand when you got when you, when you found the right one, and he didn't find, uh, did indeed find the right one. That is such an all-timer. I'm glad you said that because he takes the helmet off and then just acts like they're not on a football field and just goes goes to town on them. And you, you would have thought the teammates would have got there a little quicker. Oh, no. there was another one, too. Back in the day, mm-hmm. Deion Sanders and Andre Rising. Deion Sanders and Andre Rising were on the same team with the Atlanta Falcons. And then the next year, Deion was with the 49ers. And Deion came back. Deion's a cornerback. Andre Rising is a wide receiver. They stood each other just punching each other out like they were. <laughs> put it like, like they were middleweights. In a, in a boxing match. It was crazy. Like. And it was it was the 12th round and everybody's just trying, oh, yeah. trying to get that. Was, I'm trying to line it up for you so you to see this. It, it's the craziest thing. It's like, what? You got to be kidding me. They are going blowed. Here it is. Look at this. Look at this. Look at this. And yeah. this is the, the crazy thing about this is, is the thing that Andre Johnson didn't do. They was out there in the middle of the field on the turf with helmets on trying to throw punches. I, I still think that's like the most maddening thing yeah, about football like, players. And you they have to be so upset because you you are just punching enamel. You are just punching this hardened shell that is that your- is made to keep that person's head safe. Andre was like, why would I hit that when I can hit your face? <laughs> why would I do that? Just let's open this up like a can of Pringles Came and go to quick. work. Came off quick. Wasted and, no and, time. And people were shocked because they thought Dion didn't like contact. All right, guys, you think this guy's this fits? I, you know what? This does fit because it, it, there's a little bit of animosity to it. Before Terrell Owens became a cowboy, mm-hmm. he was out here dancing on a star. I was at that game. And George Teague took offense. Yep. What, ha- what happened was. What happened was, he tell done me. this a couple of times. Every time he scored a touchdown, he ran out into the middle of the field and stood on the star and waved his hands out, like looking up to the skies, like the skies over, and the crowd's booing. The, the second time he did it, then Emmitt Smith did the same damn thing. Emmitt said, no, this is our house. He scored a touchdown. He runs out to the middle of the field, and he gets down on one knee like he's spiking the ball, and the crowd goes wild. Then T.O. caught another touchdown pass. He goes running out. To, but guess what? Teague already knew what was going to happen. He's like, not again. No, no, no. You're not going to do this again. And he tackled it, and the crowd went wild, and two this day, George Teague is known as the defender of the star. Mm-mm-mm. That's a good. That's a good title to have. Can I add one more to this? Oh yeah, we still got time. Let's go. Recent, and I think what was it a year ago? I don't know if y'all remember the LeBron James Isaiah Stewart scuffle. It wasn't really like they were throwing See, hands. You know what this is? This, they, is, a, this is a young, young man. man recent. This is a young man. I, I know. I saw it coming. I saw it, but I, it was on my head, so I had to let it go. go Isaiah Stewart, bloodied up face. Literally could be an NFL running back. He ran through the entire PR security mm-hmm. coaching staff right up to LeBron. And Russ, I don't know if you remember, Russell was, he was ready. He was posted up, ready to scrap to have a boy LeBron's back. LeBron, didn't, I don't think he wants to get into it with uh, Isaiah Stewart. So. No, LeBron is a diplomat, and he understands yeah. in the NBA yep. you can't fight anymore. Yep. And that's Isaiah what, didn't care. That, that's the re- Well, this is the thing. You say that. Isaiah Stewart was he he was a madman and he he's the one that was like an anomaly there. Everybody that's, else on the court was like, you know, we can't do this. That's what one is of wrong the craziest clips of him running through the court. But this is why I said the young man. Now, you know, it was in some ways in a jest, but some of that is like you were you've just not been in a time where you've seen basketball players just be fighting, which it used to happen all the time. They would yeah. just th- remember the time that was it was it Keith Van Horn that almost that almost died. Was that the one, or am I am I mixing? My white basketball players. You're thinking about Rudy Tom Rudy Tomjanovich. Oh, my God. Rudy Tomjanovich. He almost got died knocked out cold. And that's I've seen, when I've they, seen NBA that's fight when they started suspending people. For, because the deal was, he, 
I'm trying to remember who the guy that ran up on him. It wasn't Maurice Lucas. It was another player. Uh, Rudy, was play, Rudy T was playing for the Houston Rockets, and Portland Trailblazers were playing. And I forget who ran in. All I can tell is you could hear his head hit the floor. Everybody mm. said it sounded like a melon. It sounded like a melon. And everybody, he had to get his total face reconstructed. Kermit Washington. Kermit Washington. Oh, That's I, who hit him. I got him in my team on 2K. He's good. It's, He's good. Nice interior it was, defender. It was so stunning because uh, he, Rudy comes running up to him. It's, it's no different than like uh, Rudy Gobert running up trying to break up. Here's Rudy T running up. Kermit thought he was trying to fight him. And he turned around and just punched him, knocked him out. Yeah, punch, for, punch first, ask questions later was Kermit's uh, yep. mantra there. And, oh boy, God bless Rudy Tomjanovich. I'm glad he was able to live. Um, from the 928, they mentioned Aqib Tlaib. Oh, Remember yeah, when he snatched, snatched uh, yeah. Michael Crabtree's necklace. That's right. His and chain. This, this one is fun because it continues on in a way where there's always like, the possibility of it popping back up. You remember when uh, Charles Barkley was on the Rockets, when, you know, obviously he had gone through his tenure and this is towards the back end of his career. Um, he's playing against the Los Angeles Lakers. And Shaq, Shaq kind of played too much sometimes. Oh, yeah, I know. He was kind of hitting that Chuck. Chuck throws the ball at his head and then they're fighting. Mm-hmm. And those are big dudes. Those are dudes you don't want to mess with. They're rolling around on the ground. So that's the fight. However, the fun part about it for me is now we get to watch every Tuesday and Thursday on Inside the NBA, them constantly looking like they're getting this close, this close to reenacting it every week. And Ironically, to take it full circle, last night Shaq went behind Charles and chokehold him just like Draymond. It was funny. He reenacted the entire thing and chucked it, and he was laughing the whole time. Oh, by the way, the biggest superstars NBA fight, you would never believe this happened, but it did. You can YouTube it up. Dr. J fought Larry Bird. Who won? Where the guy? They broke him up. Yeah, it was like they just broke him up. It's like they were sw- they were swinging and they were connecting, but it wasn't about they broke him up. You're talking about the two two of the biggest names in the game. They had enough of each other. Now I I'd be remiss if I did not mention this being in the DFW. Y'all remember that one time? That Nolan Ryan took Robin Ventura. Oh, yeah. Oh, I do his, know that one. Like, under his yeah, arm. Yeah, like, like he cow punched him like he was in a rodeo. Yeah, that was, that was one old man strength and two just know-how. And the thing that I I still find funny to this day, because I think it was the um, the ESPN 30 for 30 about, um, or what was it? I can't remember exactly. when. Actually, it might have been the Nolan Ryan documentary that was released a few years ago. Um, where we found out that Robin Ventura didn't actually have any heart for that fight whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Like, Robin Ventura nope. was just the next man up mm-hmm. when it came to uh, the, those teams beefing and kind of pitches being thrown at batters. And so Robin Ventura was at the plate, and he didn't want to go fight him, but they had already determined in the dugout, next man to get hit, go get him. Yep. And he went up there half-hearted, and yep. he found out what happens when you go into a fight half-hearted. Because <laughs> no man right to him, dim up. Sure did. You, that that highlight has been. In fact, until Rugi did his thing, that was the Rangers fight highlight. I think it's still part of the Rangers history. It is. I mean, oh, even, it ain't gone. even how they carry themselves. It ain't gone. Um, somebody mentioned OBJ in the net. That's funny. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> this, this didn't he marry that net? They kick his net. He did propose. propose. I don't know that we saw the saw the actual ceremony. <laughs> Chris, can you give me any insight on this one from the four six nine? Too bad we didn't see the Stallback Longley fight. Oh, yeah, that's what happened um, It happened in training camp. Okay, Clint Longley, back in the day, won a Cowboys game by throwing a bomb on Thanksgiving, I think, and they beat the Washington Redskins or somebody. They beat it. He was like a star for that. Well, that next summer at training camp, 
he's all cocky like he's somebody big. Roger Stoutback whooped his ass in the locker room, mm. in training camp, in Thousand Oaks, California. Navy man. Mm-hmm. Said, this is my team, man. See, you're not going to be able to hear these inside fight details unless you tune into the Get Right with right. C.A., Reg, and Blake. That's that is, right. come on, man. Got the, all the crazy details. Uh-huh. What happened was. What happened was. But man, everybody everybody loves a good fight now and then, you know? And so we're glad to bring that to you. On the night after, the NBA decided that they were going to kind of break the traditions and get a, a little bit more a little bit more spicy than uh, they typically are on the court nowadays. You want one more from the 972? Jim oh. Rome versus Chris Everett. Oh, God. It was not Chris Everett. She's a female tennis star. Jim Rome, he had a TV show at the time, and he was always calling Los Angeles Rams quarterback Jim Everett, mm-hmm. Chris Everett, or yes. Chrissy, because he thought he was soft and he didn't know how to win. Jim Everett showed up on the show. That's right. And punched him out. Fisticuffs in the chairs. It'd be like if Skip Bayless got into a fight on the set with somebody. Mm-hmm. Well, we know, we know mm-hmm. who that somebody would have to be, right? I mean, we have a we have a assumption on who that would have to be, right? Skip, come on, Skip. That was pretty good. You, you, come on, we 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 friends now. We, we, why you try to say I'm not a Hall of Famer? I'm not jealous of Tom Brady. I got Super Bowl rings too. Why you want to do me like that, Skip? I think we need that for the rest of the show. Yeah, we I'm got, just gonna I'm got, just gonna need go. twenty left. Go ahead and grab that one for me, Robert. I appreciate that. Uh, we might come back to that uh, in the final call, which is next. I want to fight through the fan. <laughs> This segment of the Get Right is brought to you by Classic Chevrolet. Classic Chevrolet is racing to the finish of the year. They're leading the way with an unheard of 400 Silverados with their best Black Friday savings all month long. Shop them all at ClassicChevrolet.com. This is Texas. This is Classic Chevrolet. Find new roads and relax and enjoy the difference. It's the Get Right with Reggie KG on 105 Through the Fan. I guess that's not the name anymore. It's just the Get Right on 105 Through the Fan. Reginald Datatula, Chris Arnold hanging out with me on this evening, as well as the fan phenom. Blake Elliott. Talk to me, baby. Come shout on. Out, shout out to you. And again, appreciate Rodrigo Mendoza hanging out with us on the ones and twos. Appreciate you for listening, however you're listening. And you can always get involved, like I mentioned, on the truckwreck.com text line, 877-881-1053. From the 972 there, someone said, Skip would get beat up by Troy Aikman. Obviously, oh, he's got a longstanding yeah. reason. <laughs> Although, I feel like if you he was going to do it, by now he would have done it, right? Like, if Troy, if Troy was really about that, I'm not trying to say that he's not about it, but if Troy was wanting to do that, I feel like he would have made that made that move already, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, you, you tell him Skip to keep a head on a shovel, <laughs> on a, on a swivel <laughs> rather. Yeah, he better. Um, Bad blood right there. It's time for the final call right here on the fan, and um, today Ron Washington was made official in Los Angeles, or I guess in Anaheim, as the new manager of the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Um, good to see Wash back mm-hmm. in in baseball as the head man of a club. 
Uh, weird seeing him in the Angels jersey. I'm not going to lie, though. Yeah, and we're going to see him a lot because he's going to bring the team in, and they, they love Ron Washington. Did you hear what he said? No, I missed it. He actually uh, – I, I don't know if you have time to find it. Lucius, you got it? Play it if you got it. Appreciate you, Rigo. Listen to this. He says something about depositing something at the bank. Once we get things together and we get these guys together in spring training and start to work, our whole focus is going to be to run the West down. And you can take that to the bank and deposit it. So. Now they roster, they like what he said. Hey, man, if nothing else, Ron Washington going to make them people feel good around there. Exactly. I, I was going to say the exact same thing. When he was the, the manager of the Rangers, you just mm-hmm. felt like yes. we could have the worst roster in the league, but he going to make it better somehow. And uh-huh. the Angels, who have been up and down, got talent all over the board, got perennial Hall of Famers and Trout and maybe Otani. Hopefully, you know, he's on the move. But Ron, I think Ron can turn that team around. Love me some Ron Washington. Sad to see him on the division rival, though. I, I put it like this. I'd rather see him there than replacing Dusty Baker down in Houston. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I just could not handle that. If Couldn't. that were the, I would have been like, oh, hell no. That's a good point. We can't have that. At the same time, I, I was like, okay, maybe why they brought him in. For I don't know if y'all knew this. Last three World Series – have been won by managers over the age of uh, 65. And three different managers. It's the first time in history. Three different guys over the age of 65 have been winning the World Series in back-to-back years. So back-to-back-to-back years. So I'm looking at the Angels, not that that Ron Washington is going to bring anything like a World Series title to them. But he can be the guy that keeps Mike Trout around. In other words, just like he did with Josh Hamilton around here, Josh Hamilton used to go into the manager's office and just talk, it's psychiatrist's couch. And Wash would just listen to him and give him some of that wisdom and say, it'd be all right, Josh. Maybe he'll tell that to Trout. Because you know Trout, it's a waste of talent that he's out there on that team. Yep. We're trying to take one of their talents and uh, bring them over here to Dallas, Arlington, Texas, baby. Mm-hmm. But that's for another day to get into Rangers offseason moves. What you got for us, Reg? Uh, I mean, just one more thing when it comes to baseball. Apparently, there's a report earlier today that stated that uh, Tyler Glasnow could be available to teams that might need starting pitcher. The, you know, obviously, the right-hander plays for the Rays and could was going to earn $25 million next year as part of a two-year $30.35 million contract. He inked with the Rays last year, or what year is it now? Um, look, twenty twenty three. Look, man, we moving last year, yes. But um, that's a that's an ace caliber player that apparently is available for trade, which is, I mean, it's good when it comes to this offseason because a lot of aces, a lot of aces. There, but there's there's not that many free agency uh, starting caliber pitchers out there, or starting pitchers at a high caliber, and so. This isn't necessarily a free agent, but this is another one that might be available for teams um, if they are looking to get them. And maybe also might allow the Rangers to have a little bit easier access to maybe the starting pitching that they possibly are going out and trying to procure. And finally, uh, I guess this pertains to the Cowboys in that you will be facing the Panthers uh, this weekend. Head coach of the Panthers, Frank Reich, is taking back play calling duties. He had previously, uh, the duties had, been gone, had gone to uh, Thomas Brown who had been uh, previously a uh, offensive coach for the Rams, so he's on that Sean McVay thing. Hasn't necessarily worked out all that great since he gave over play calling duties to Thomas Brown, so he's going to take him back uh, against your Dallas Cowboys. 
I imagine that probably won't help him that much, though, against this no, Cowboys defense. No, not in the first game. He didn't even last a month letting OC Thomas Brown call the plays, and he already took it back. So I think it's just it's just not looking good in Carolina. Just turmoil. It doesn't help when it's turmoil within the coaching staff. So I think they can turn it around, but it's not going to happen not this, this week. season. Um, real quick before we go, I kind of wanted to bring you this this story that I found interesting. Apparently, uh, since the Mavericks got a win in the nation's capital, uh, one thirty to one seventeen against the Wizards to move to nine to three. Apparently, in Washington D.C., there is a CVS there that decided this that toilet paper was something that y'all couldn't be trusted with. They've replaced all the toilet paper on their shelves with picture frames. That had photos of the products because they felt like uh, there had been too many thefts. Oh wow! So uh, like apparently, up milk and stuff. Yeah, but that's one thing, right? That's milk. You know, sometimes prophylactics, yeah. those types of things. Oh yeah, razors, toilet paper. Mm-hmm. They were like, People "Y'all are taking it? too much." So no, so no toilet paper is in there. Nope. You, go, you, can ask you, them, you ask them bring it around the back. You got just they, some they some can, nice some nice frames. Can, yes, you can, can ask them some. to bring you some. They could have just, not, not just put some pictures of some of the players that play there. I think that would have worked. Wow, out. that's that's nasty work. Um, not necessarily wrong, but just nasty. Um, the, what I do find hilarious about this, they've got a they've got a press button for you know obviously signaling to the people that work there, and I just can't imagine how upset those employees are every time that they got to go to get somebody some toilet paper because it's going to happen a good amount. That's kind of why CVS exists, right? Just for people to go get like quick essentials, yeah, quick stuff. And so, what's the point in having a store at that point? And why is why not toilet just, paper out of everything? Why not just have a window, right? If I've got to come and get, like, the most basic of things from the back for you, we should just have a window. Pull up to the window. I'll go get it. <laughs> Drive, through. Drive through TP. At this point, that's, that's kind of what DC is working on. But mm-hmm. that's what we got for you on this Wednesday edition of the Get Right. Uh, appreciate you fine gentlemen for rocking with me on this sure. evening. Chris Arnold. Fan Phenom winner, Blake Elliott. Appreciate you, gentlemen. Make sure. And then also, I don't want to forget my guy, Rodrigo Mendoza on the ones and twos. Make sure. Killed it. Killed it. Make sure that you're back at 530 in the morning when Sean and RJ take over once more. And make sure that you tolo. Keep it on. Turn it on. Leave it on for a full day of programming as we continue to get you ready for Cowboys Panthers on Sunday uh, night. Uh, What else do I need to get off? I'm trying to remember. um, Shout out my mama. Oh, we'll be back tomorrow. That's the thing. We'll you be two back. will be Myself, back Myself, Blake, will be back tomorrow, mm-hmm. 7 in. to 11 right Don't here on 105 it. Through the Fan. Y'all be easy. Peace! Yes, sir! We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.